KMTT, Kimitzion Teitzet Torah. You're listening to the Erev Shabbat program, Erev Shabbat Kodesh, Parashat Shoftim, Gimel Elul. The Erev Shabbat program is Lului Nishmat Shlomo Yosef and Chaim Shmuel, and I'm your host, Jonathan Snowbell. This is a unusual Erev Shabbat program for myself, as I am recording from Toronto, Canada, where I'm visiting my family. And, in fact, I guess part of that would be feelings, impressions from my visits to Chutzlaretz. Yimel Elul is the orzite of Avram Yitzhak Kohen Kuk, the first chief rabbi in Eretz Yisrael in the modern period. He was, of course, the chief rabbi before the advent of the state. So therefore he wasn't the chief rabbi of the state of Israel, but the first chief rabbi he was instrumental in creating the institution of the chief rabbinate. We are at the beginning of Chodesh Elul, and Chodesh Elul is the month in which we start contemplating concepts of tshuva. And within that, one of the more novel ideas that Rav Cook highlighted in his writings about tshuva was the idea that tshuva that we talk about, we call repentance has a meaning to it we talk about tshuva as being choser b'tshuva correcting what we've done before we've done wrongs now we have to make amends we have to do right we have to correct our mistakes what does this have to do with the word tshuva so we have the concept of shuva shuva Yisrael return returning we're returning somewhere and we have this concept of uchuva to haramata kisham beito that Shmuel the prophet Shmuel Hanavi though he would travel across the country to judge the people he would always return to the Ramah which was where his house was situated so he was always coming back returning completing that circle and returning to the place of his origin and this is something that Rav Cook stressed in his writings that Tshuva is about returning to one's origins, returning to where one where one belongs, retur- returning to the natural place. And therefore, when we talk about tshuva, we're not talking only about an individual correcting their sins. We can talk about a nation, a society, specifically Am Yisrael, returning to its origins, and that's not only about correcting a sin per se, but it's about a much broader idea. And this is another issue that Rav Cook, of course, put into a more central place, and that was, of course, the issue of Eretz Yisrael, because the Jews returning to Eretz Yisrael is a tshuva in a, in, a, in, a, in a way that we don't usually talk about tshuva. 
because when we talk about tshuva, we're talking about a sin and correcting a sin. And the fact that the Jews were in Chutzlaretz for 2,000 years, we can talk about it in concept of sins, because we can talk about that the Churban was caused by sins, and therefore the Jewish people being in Chutzlaretz is a result of sins. But when we talk about, over a long period of time, the Jews being in Chutzlaretz, why Yankel Shmuel and even the entire Am Yisrael to a certain extent are in Chutzlaretz at a given point in history when the Jewish people start returning to Eretz Yisrael it's hard to talk about a sin per se the Jews are there already as a force of inertia for thousands of years however within this concept of tshuva of returning to the origin returning to the natural place certainly the return to Eretz Yisrael fits into this concept of tshuva because the Jewish people are returning to where they belong their natural place their origins and that sense clearly and this is certainly something that came up in Rav Cook's writings the return to Eretz Yisrael is tshuva Beyond returning to Eretz Yisrael, I think there's something that needs to be discussed within the concept of returning to Eretz Yisrael, but not as the physical return of the Jewish people, but the idea of what Eretz Yisrael is about. And this is an important concept as far as tshuva. Several weeks ago, in Alon Shavut, I gave a shur on Parshat Shavua, uh, relating to the Pasuk, in the second parasha of Kriyat Shema, which the Sifri and Rashi and the Ramban discuss as the source for keeping mitzvot outside of Eretz Yisrael. And I discussed in the Shir that all of Sefer Dvarim points to the fact that the mitzvot are intended for fulfillment within Eretz Yisrael. And Therefore, the Sifri understood this pasuk in the second parasha of Kriyachma to be a source that even though the Torah seems to be geared only for Eretz Yisrael, nonetheless, the Torah commands us that when we go into exile, we should continue fulfilling mitzvot so that when we come back to Eretz Yisrael, they won't be new for us. A big discussion ensued, and this is not the place where I'm going to discuss this year. I might have discussed it on KMTT in the past, I'm not sure. In any case, the usual crowd of people line up at the end of a year to discuss it with you. And usually when I give this year, I'm used to having feedback from people who take issue with this idea because they don't like the idea that there should be a difference between the fulfillment of mitzvot in Eretz Yisrael as opposed to the mitzvot in Chutz Laaretz. And I have to explain why I think the idea is justified. And they talk about, well, in Eretz Yisrael today things aren't as they should be either because there's no Beit HaMikdash. And so there's no real difference between Eretz Yisrael and Chutz Laaretz. They both are lacking much of the mitzvot, larger mitzvot system in any case. This time I was pleasantly surprised to find that the people 
who wanted to discuss the shira with me were in, in fact pulling me in a in the opposite direction, which was that really the Sifri and Rashi and the Ramban they're grasping at straws. It's a midrash. The pshat of the Torah is that the mitzvot are only for Yisrael. Period. And that yes, the Torah does address the concept of exile. There is a potential for exile in the Torah. But the Torah, when you read the Torah in a simple in a simple way, it does not give a Jewish nation any idea of how to live a Jewish life outside of Eretz Yisrael. It just doesn't. Torah doesn't address it. There is no such concept in the Torah. And this brings me to this week's parsha, And that's Shoftim Shotrim. It's a parsha which discusses the legal system, the judges, the king, the prophets, the Kohanim and the Levim, how the leadership as a whole works, how to fight wars, how to go out to wars. And here the Torah goes into places where a classic religion does not go into. Because the Torah is not a classic religion. A classic religion addresses the life of the individual. And Torah is a religion that addresses the life of a nation, the life of a state. Within the life of the state, there are individuals, individuals running individual lives, and therefore also individual commandments which, which address those individual lives. However, we shouldn't be confused by the fact that there are mitzvot that are incumbent on the individual to think that the Torah is a religion of how an individual runs his life because the Torah is not that. The Torah is a law book of how a nation runs its life on its land. From the bigger details to the little nitty-gritty details of how the individual runs its life. When we talk about Jewish life in Chutzlar, it's by and large we're talking about the life, the religious life of an individual. Kashrut, Shabbat, Tarat HaMishpacha, Tamut Torah. Yes, there's a community life in the Chutzlaret, but there too it's to fulfill some sort of fulfillment of Tfilah B'Tzibur, Kriyat Torah. Once again, within a more expansive religious life of an individual, which demands a community. But it is far from, and there's a quantum leap away from what the Torah intends. This is not a quantitative difference, this is a qualitative difference. And within this qualitative difference, the difference 
between understanding what the Torah means and what the Torah intends and what a Jewish person lives in his life in Chutzlah, right? is the difference between tshuva and lack of tshuva. Understanding this concept of what Jewish life is about is the ABCs of tshuva. It's the going back to the origins. It's understanding what the Torah intended for us. The Torah was about. The Torah is about. Anybody who believes that Jewish life is viable in Chutzlaret not as a survival mechanism for the Jews but as something real something alive is distorting the Torah is guilty of Haomer he wants to do tshuva and he wants to continue sinning someone who wants to purify themselves in the mikvah while holding on to something that imp- brings him impurity tumah one cannot believe in the viability of Jewish life in Chutzlaretz as something that is real and believe in Shuva and believe in the Torah because the Torah does not believe in that the Torah believes that Jewish life is the life of the nation in Eretz Yisrael it is the life of a nation fulfilling a whole gamut of mitzvot in Eretz Yisrael this is our first of series of Arab Shabbat programs that will be addressing the idea of tshuva during the month of Elul and what we've discussed this week then is both Parshat HaShavua, Parshat Shoftim, and this concept of tshuva, returning to the origin, returning to Eretz Yisrael, and the centrality of Eretz Yisrael within the understanding of Torah as a whole. Shabbat Shalom.